Oh, are we on? Are we rolling? We're recording, but we're not really. I don't want the corn to kick in. That's what I'm you want the corn to kick in? I don't want the corn to kick in. It was in. I and the funny thing is, is one of one of the CBDs that I have. I have the CBD for during the day, which really, I can tell since I've been on it. And this this is the one with the THC in it. Oh. Um. Like some some of the, some of the stuff that normally would send me off the the rails mm-hmm. is just kind of like eh, whatever. <laughs> well, that's good. But I mean, that's that's you know part of, and I I'm hoping for that. Plus, especially um, since I have arthritis in my hips, oh. I'm tired of taking Celebrex because Celebrex is supposed to be really hard in your system. And I okay. started really thinking about that with all this other mumbo jumbo that happened, and so to be able to get off that the stuff that doesn't have too. THC in. It. Well. I don't do anything with THC or CBD. I don't go. Well, into no. What that. I'm saying is, there's CBD that doesn't have THC. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No. And I totally so, understand that. I know all about it. I just, you know, I don't know what my issue is. I don't have a lot of pain, so I'm very fortunate. I don't okay. have to. Well, for me, it was getting rid of a pill. Uh huh. And back in my anxiety about the world off. A notch. We're shaking it down. Yeah. And so. um, I just get, grab a piece of leather and I bite down. (laughs) Like you're getting (laughs) Oh, no, no. We're not putting that in the podcast. No, no. That's, that's. The light's on. It's there. No, that's a hard pass. That's. (laughs) But I mean, I'm tired of reacting about things that I shouldn't have to react, that I shouldn't be reacting about. And you I know, know I mean? you don't like that when people ruminate on things. Because you like me to get over things very quickly. Well, it's... it's Or just not talk about them at all. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Well, this will be the deal. Well, but that's not... That, that's not. But that's not actually true, though. Because getting over something... I don't think you get over something quickly. But if there's something that's outside your purview, outside your bubble, outside your sphere of influence that you can control... And do something about. No, I understand. Then, then, yeah, why the f*** are you complaining about it, right? Right. If it's something that you you do have some sort of, can have an impact on, then I think a person should really think long and hard on it, whatever it is, and, 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 and take an action that's very thoughtful and all that kind of stuff. Now, for me, I, I will admit, I mean, I have a bit of an anger management problem, and I always have. And the best, the best thing I ever did for myself was work in prison as an anger management person. It's the best way I ever. Yeah, no, it's pretty meta. Like I'm angry, and then I worked at the prison and did anger management. Around angry people. And so I got, I was training them on how to not be angry, and I'm this little rage machine, you know. (laughs) But I mean, I did learn a lot of good techniques and. Um, it is better for you to let it go, but I could literally rage all day long and not stop. People will be telling me to stop, and I'll be like, I need to get this it out. It can be, it, it, anger can be uh, familiar, can be feel familiar, can feel safe, just like anything other other feeling. Well, I just like to, like, like I personally think that some pe- people who like to express their anger and are comfortable with it, they tend to ruminate longer on things. You know, because other people, they don't like to be angry and they just want to move on quicker. They just want to be happy again. Right. right? And, and I don't mean by any stretch of the imagination to like blow it off and ignore. Or, no, that's not I, mean, what I meant. I mean, just to be clear, so, just to be clear, that's not what I meant. It was just like really my big thing is if it's outside of your ability to do anything about it. 
Right. Then why dwell? But see, that's the exact reason why they're angry because they have no control over it. No control. Oh, we got no control over a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, we know, but not everyone, not everybody wants to be that way. They want to have control. Oh, I think we all want to have control. But then don't you, I mean, that almost makes me think about it being a level of, I mean, you want to talk about a rabbit hole. Holy crap. I mean, I, I can understand the things that I don't have control over so that I can let them go. I think there are people probably that aren't, I don't want to use certain words, you know, it's it, not to say that a person isn't developed or smart enough or whatever to know that you can't control everything <laughs> and you, you have to let it go. Well, right. you know, I mean, this I think is a perfect, talking about anger, I think is a perfect segue into the oh pond Oh my farm. gosh, it's almost like you planned it. I didn't, um, I didn't plan that, but. Well, what do um, we have here? Can you dance? I've been accused of trying. It's Pond Far Night at the Vulcan nightclub. Woo! Vulcan. It's just around the corner. Ooh, okay, it's just around awesome. the corner. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, Pond I like that. Far Night. Pond Far so Night. So we are going to, hello, we're going to talk Pond Far. Yeah, we're talking So we're talking far. Star Trek and Pond Far. So, What's so, Pond Far? Talk to me about Pond Far. So let's just uh, roll back to like one of our main themes in this podcast is how people get angry about stuff and people are certainly angry about strange new worlds exploration into spock into pring's relationship and um, and the whole new star trek to begin with right it's like their star trek their star panties are in a wad some people are just like how dare they this isn't canon or whatever and when in reality there's a lot there's a lot of um things that fall through the cracks with the pond far so i went um for the purpose of this podcast just into youtube and and type out pond far um examples in star trek and popped up a bunch of stuff I bet, and i bet you got a bunch of air and for perfect clarity i have not seen heard none of the stuff that you have i haven't seen right. or heard any of it but i'm gonna guess you got a wide array well, not as stuff. not as deep as I I got, but I did. There is a documentary out there. Someone did an entire documentary on the pond far. So, um, <laughs> no shit. So a yeah, documentary. a documentary. There's a like documentary. with moving pictures and everything. I didn't watch it, but there there is a documentary out there. Someone has done that deep of a dive into it. No so, kidding. Yeah, because that's what Star Trek fans do. They they go a little bit overboard sometimes. Um, Sometimes, yeah. Most of the time. But uh, so if we go back to original series, and I, I found a really interesting tie into all these Pond Far episodes in the different versions of Star Trek because it seems like it's very much related to the time period that the show was filmed. So when I look at original series, um, Spock introducing us to the Pond Far episode. It's very, um, it's from a sort of an asexual lens. Like, they're not really exp- 
exploring sexuality like there are in other versions of Star Trek because, you know, this is a time when, when married people are sleeping in twin beds, right? So they're really taking Oh, it. you mean when, when Ponfar was first brought up? And, right. Uh, yeah, when it's first yeah, yeah. brought up. Lucy, Lucy and, De- and Desi yeah. are married. Right. Married. And, but they're not having... We, we can't show them... Married, but they're we in can't twin beds. show them having sex or having yeah. sexual Or family, just, so. oh, the thought of going to bed. And, yeah. So they bring this up in the episode, and I think Bones <coughs> says Spock is going to die if he doesn't mate. He has eight days or he dies. And I'm like, you know, Spock is kind of in his 40s. So I'm sitting there, I was like, Spock, a 40-year-old virgin? And you're kind of like, ooh, is Spock, you know, is he just kind of not done this? And then they say, once every 11 years, the Vulcans return to a cave to spawn like salmon. So originally they said 11? 11 years, because I know. Because that changes I to know. the 7. That, that changes, changes to, seven. to 7. So for the people that are upset and actually going out there and saying it's every 7 years, they got their canon wrong. Oh, you canon bitches. Wrong. Canon bitches, yep. <laughs> yep. So then they're like, okay. Um, so uh, Spock says... I thought I would be spared this, but the ancient ritual has caught up to me. Well, like you're going warp speed, it leaves it behind you or and something? And I think it's Bones that says, I could be wrong, it could be uh, it could be uh, Kirk, but he's like, take a mate or die. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think that's funny. So then they they get down there to this planet, and there's, of course... This this woman to Pow that's a fish. Okay, so this is when they go back. When they go yep. back. When they go they, back. They take actually Spock to Vulcan. To Vulcan, and he's gonna die. They're gonna die, and so they get this this Pow lady comes out, and just like, and I brought this up when we were watching this. I'm like, remember the the band to Pow in the '80s, Heart and Soul. Right. I right. mean, that's just a little nugget in there. I want to throw in there, which is a fantastic song, but it's from Star Trek Ponfar episode, so. And then T'Pring is there as his betrothed, even though we've never met her. Never before. met her. Nobody knows anything about her. Never that met she her. Exists, or everybody thinks Spock is a bachelor. Up right. To this point. Right. Spock is <clears throat> a an asexual version, as far as everybody knows. Vulcans aren't, you know, doing a lot. And what uh, season was this again? You remember? Um, I think it's uh, it's actually it's it's no, I didn't I didn't count that. See, I'm I'm not that kind of Star Trek fan. Well, no, I, I just didn't know, know if. Uh, it's it's I think it's in probably season two, as it's not season three. There's only three seasons. I don't think it's a season three one. Yeah, and you don't want to get into the discussion where you're arguing right. about the number of episodes. That right, work, and I I mean that's gonna... just that's I can't handle that. I I just cannot be well in episode sixty five, a season you know twelve of Voyager. No, I'm sorry, I get that all wrong. But it's it's the people that do that that I just can't really hardly handle. But so T'Pring is there, and um, uh, they say, this is what's interesting to me, is that they actually say uh, when she decides that she doesn't want to mate with Spock. Amok Time was the season. Amok Time is the name of the episode. And that's the season premiere for the second season. Second season, season premiere. We have our research uh, monkey over here doing a little, (laughs) yeah, where you go. So anyway, to bring, uh, they say to bring, uh, you know, decides instead of like going through with the pond far, she wants thee and provide the word. You know how to say it? Oh, the, I can't know. I can't. The caliphate? Oh, caliphate. the caliphate. Yeah. Cal- yeah. She wants the caliphate. Or is it caliphate or caliphate? Well, and there's or? the other part of it too that's like either it's to the death or 
the oh yeah there's a they, chunk before caliphate they say that when when Tapring calls up the caliphate she will be the, become the property of the victor so she chooses captain kirk to fight spock she doesn't choose the guy that she actually wants we find out later and they're told it's going to be a fight to the death and so then they have these funny i watched i watched the fight and it's hysterical they have these like gong swords that are really like one end it's a big ball and the other end it's like a kind of like an umlaut knife that the alaskans use and then then it gets really weird they start fighting with what i would consider to be stretchy ribbons like they're fighting with these pieces of elastic and you're like what are they going to do with that but then spock starts choking kirk out and he actually um dies he dies in the episode we believe he's dead and spock is super upset but it's the fact that he kills in quotes in air right. quotes Right. Kirk, then, is what brings this whole thing. Yeah, he kills Kirk. It, and, but that's what physiologically brings his pawn far to a conclusion. Right, he's like, right. oh my, he's like, I'm okay. What's going on? I'm okay. He's like, oh, oh, he's like, well, you've had this, you know, major adrenaline event with killing. So it's either sort of a fight or flight concept. You either have, you know, pawn far is either you have sex or you fight. And that's the only way to resolve it. So the Kunet Calafé is the... Coonut that's what that's what uh, she calls for yeah she calls for that yeah. no i mean it's a brilliant episode they have these like gongs and they have these little chimes that ring it's very ceremonial and it's it's, it's very abba very very uh it's, it's cool in the name name. <laughs> yeah i would i would defer to money 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 is more of a better song there you anyway. go yeah so but, yeah so to rejects spock well, and stop in the name and of love isn't Abba. Claim, That's I, I, not Abba. I, I know I'm all okay. over the place. Okay. I know okay, that. Whatever. And chooses to claim so, so then Spock, he says, okay, he's like, why'd you do this? This isn't logical. And she says, Stan wanted me and I wanted him. And I do not want to be with Spock, the legend. She says that. She's like, you're a legend now. I don't want to be with you. And, um, uh, the only way that she could leave him was through this caliphate and he's like that's not logical and i'm like yeah spock would have dumped your butt real fast lady he didn't even want you which is um, interesting because i wonder if then in the not to spoil it for anybody but in strange new worlds they actually kind of have a breakup ceremony yeah they did that so and, that's not canon either. And, well but it's, i mean it's canon now but it would just be that maybe that particular ceremony wasn't she didn't want to break up she wanted to see his ass sliced and diced yeah i mean it's know. it's really the the whole um i mean so so what is interesting to me i find out is about vulcan's always so caught up in logic nothing that she did was logical she was actually i would say um you know kind of manipulative and bad and that is not how that is not really how uh Vulcans are portrayed and so for the people that are really upset about what's going on you know how strange new worlds has deviated from original series canon no don't worry about it they were even deviating from their own damn canon with logic oh Star Trek, Star Trek has always deviated from itself yeah. and, and caused 
its own wormhole loopholes as far as well the, and we're the not we can't anything. even get into the calvin timeline no no yet. what i mean is right. its own its own its own wormhole loopholes as far as the mess that it's made within its own you yeah. know james r kirk on right. the headstone right you know when he's fighting what's his name in the you know in the episode one, well depending which episode you're about where mm-hmm. it was james r kirk i mean there are so many fuck-ups in Star Trek history, mm-hmm. that as far as you know, the dotting eyes and crossing T's and what's what, where when I hear these people get so irate about, you know, my famous one is two individuals that are on YouTube that are always yammering. Their their show is supposed to be about, I'll just say Star Trek equipment, but when they're bitching about the color of hull plating on a ship. Because yeah. it's not the right color silver. Right. Really? Really? So that's what you're right. going to spend your time on and not just enjoy well, the overall show because they got the other 99.9% of it right. I mean, we got it. The gotta, points to this precisely. I just, I figure that, and I mean, I saw it firsthand. I went to the Star Trek convention and uh, I had an amazing time. But some of the folks there are really, really lost in a universe of their own. And I saw that firsthand. He just passed away, David Warner, one of my favorite actors. He's in several, uh, he's in at least three specific different Star Trek, uh, one in, in a movie and one in Deep Space Nine. And and um, can't remember where, oh, one he was Chancellor Gorka on. And, you know, we've talked about this. Gorkhan was awesome. I yeah, he was awesome, of course. But he, um, a, a person came up and asked him a question, and that question was, what Oh, would, I know where you're what, going with this. What would have going. happened in, like, episode blah, 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 if, you know, the Klingons had won the war instead of, episode. you know, the Romulans or, or whatever. And David Warner was like, um, famous, mind you, famous British actor, he's in The <sighs> Omen. It's in the omen. You don't ask a question like a man like this. And he's like, um, I can't tell you. I don't know. They didn't write a script for me that mentioned what happened. It was over. Yeah. It, it was a question about undiscovered country. There's like, they didn't, there's no more scripts. I don't know what happened. And the guy was like, but, but he's like, no, no. And then Dude, he's like, it's a movie. They like practically took a hit hook and took him away. And I was up next. I was up next to ask him a question. And it was glorious. <laughs> but he was already pissed man. off by the time you no, got there. No, it was great. It was he. I asked him. I mean, I loved his response to me. I felt did you like ask him a question that was not Star Trek? Related? Yeah, I did. I asked See, him. See, I'm he... thinking that would be the way you go to a Star Trek convention. You get some of these actors like that, and ask them a question about some other body of work that they've done. I bet they'd wet themselves. I asked him. I do you prefer to play the hero or the villain, and. Which which was your favorite? Very like, program, you know, very uh, he, agnostic as far as he was fantastic. Yeah. He had a great answer for me. I, I really enjoyed him. Then I got his autograph later, and I fangirled. And he's a Doctor Who too. He's on a Doctor Who uh, audio. Okay, I'm not talking. Really? Right what? Yet. He's in. Oh, he's an in, audio one. He's an audio. Yeah. Okay. So one of the audios. Um, but so then, you know, getting away from original series, other examples of the pond far. So we were just looking at this. We we're just looking at T'Pol in Voyager. And they talk about every seven years having her to go home and mate. So there, there's, there's some 
stuff going in there. And so is that the first time that we ever hear that women are sluts too? Well, no, but honestly, I think they really sexualized DePaul to the point where oh. like, I, I was just telling you a few minutes ago, I can't even stand to look at her. They I have just, a hard they, they time. came off sex, right after they came off sexualizing seven of nine. Yeah, you got to remember because you got to remember that you know obviously Voyager was right. before this one. I mean, and they they had her boobs full out, and they did the exact. I mean, they've sexualized so many characters, female even in characters. Enterprise. So this is this is how we go down these rabbit holes that we do. Even in Enterprise, if you watch it as I did in the third season, when they went into the great expanse to find out who done blowed up florida side note if aliens come and blow up florida <laughs> you thank them oh, you no. don't go no. them down. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway um oh no so oh, dear but so they head off and they go into the expanse she resigns her commission so she's no longer part of the vulcan whatever the hell they are again. She's not a sub-commander any longer. And she's not in Starfleet. So she's basically just a civilian kind of hanging out. And they still have her in some fucking Lululemon gear, you mm. know, with everything stretched and tucked and prominent. Yeah. And then even when they come back, and then in the fourth season, she's still not in uh, the the Vulcan. You know, she's not, she's not a sub-commander or a commander yet again. She's not in Starfleet yet, mm-hmm. but they have her right back in a freaking skin tight tracksuit again. I well, mean, it's you, you got to yeah. heave the boobs out. Oh there, yeah, I mean you know, they did that the, with they did that with Deanna. They did that with um, even I mean Kira Norris. You might say the same thing. I would her. say uh, it, it all. Yep. Yep. So um, she in this episode, which I feel find this very strange because she had this thing going with Tom Paris. Uh, which I didn't understand, but she had this thing going with Tom Paris. But in this episode, they have her coming on to Flox. Like she's gonna use Flox to to get her. Wait, wait. we're talking. We're talking. No, not Tom Paris. Yeah, because you're talking Enterprise. Yeah, I'm talking Enterprise. Yeah, Tom Paris wasn't Enterprise. He was a Voyager. Oh, well, wait. Who is it then? Trip. It's Trip. Never mind. Trip. I got it. Well, because trips are natural. That's who she really wants to bump ugly. Right, stuff. but yeah. she's. Yep. I mean, instead of using Trip in this episode, they use Flax, which I like. That's just no. That was just awful. I could barely watch it. Um, it was. I think it was a really shitty. Well, I think it was a really shitty idea to try to say that both genders go through this palm far thing. Oh yeah, you brought that up, and I, I. And it has nothing to do with women's lib or any of that kind of stuff. But generally, when people start getting ready to do something, or an, even animals, it's usually one gender over the other, not bigger or better, but one gender, I should say, rather than the other, that does the promoting, you know, of wanting to get laid. Yeah. You know, it, whether it's a display of feathers or whatever. Right, is, right, yeah. And when... You know, it's usually one or the other. They, they don't both go fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah, is, what, is, is my point, you know. Well, and so okay, that does segue. Then I'll segue right into um, Voyager. There is an episode with Balana versus Vorik, 
Who's like this random this Vulcan? When Vorik does his palm far. Yeah, and he's and, got eyes for Balana. And he's got he, the Klingon. Yep, What's they that Klingon so booty? so they play this. They play this off as basically rape and domestic violence. And so I'm thinking really about. So? Oh yeah, this is very very. Uh, um, Domestic violence, as in she kicks the shit out of him. Well, but he says, okay, he gets like a broken nose. He's he wants Bolana. He's pursuing her. He's and she's rejecting him. And he keeps pursuing her. And he true, says, true. no one will keep me from my mate. And then she's like, I'm. Uh, she's like, I'm. A, everyone's like trying to help her take care of this problem. And she's like, I'm gonna take care of this problem. And kicks is. She thinks she ass. does. She does. He ends up in the sick bed. Yeah. Talking to doctor. And then, doctor. and then all of a sudden, after she kicks his ass, he says, Tuvok is like, Oh, Vorik's okay. the The blood fever has been purged. They will both recover. So they're saying that Bolana actually has it too, which is very loosely. St- Construed. Well, here maybe the deal is you're in the pond far, you know, and it has its cycle. It's beginning to end, and there might be things in between, like the caliphate where you fight or, or you, fuck, you know. And I think it's these multiple things that can bring it to an end. You can and you bring it to an end. You can do a caliphate and you bring it to an end. Mm-hmm. You can have a ginormous fight where the woman that you're going after actually kicks your ass. And it brings it to an end, right? You know what I mean. But I feel, I feel like they, at each incarnation of this, they have used some of the signs of the times, like you know, um, if if I was speaking about what? like asexuality, not having romantic relationships in the '60s, to when was the time period of Voyager, when people were starting to really focus in on. Uh, stalking and uh, um, harassment and kind of like um, women shouldn't be treated this way and then this is what we get I, I, in this I, Pond Far episode. I, but you know what? I, that, that's a, I think that's a very good point because Star Trek has always been a mirror. Yeah, it's a mirror. To yeah. what's going on in current times. Except later. Dun, this dun, is dun. funny. Except one of when one they of, built the Delta Flyer, everybody said, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, oh. um, so two two more examples. So I'll stick with Voyager. There's another episode of of it's a dream sequence with the Doctor and Tuvok. As long as we're the, not getting into the any no lizard sex the with no, the Captain gross. and Tom Paris. No, gross. Okay, the uh, it's not V. <laughs> well, it it happened. It's there. All right, we might have to talk about that later. Anyway. The doctor on Voyager is singing. He's like singing an opera. And then Tuvok starts flipping off and like, oh, he's going through the pond far. And uh, and he starts flipping tables and fighting with people. And the doctor's opera and the crescendo of his opera is what ends the pond far. The blood fever with Tuvok. And it's a, it's all a dream sequence. And you know what? I was what? going to say because Tuvok never went through Pondfar. No, he didn't. On Voyager. But they did. Which in was a lucky because it was a seven year series. It, they did in a dream sequence. <laughs> so he must have done, really... had his Pondfar right before they left. Right. <laughs> right. But I will say then, only when I typed in on YouTube, when I typed in episodes, examples of Pondfar and Star Trek, Search for Spock came up, the movie, you know. Okay. You know, so when Spock gets ejected in his 
death canister and he lands on the Genesis well, that was, planet. Okay, that ha- yeah, that happens in actually the episode before. That happens in that happens in the turd, the polished so, turd called the Wrath of Khan. No, and you you do not know. No, no, he gets no. ejected in Wrath we of do, Khan. We do not call Wrath of Khan a polished turd. We do not. If we want to speak highly we of do it, not. we do. We, you are going to close. I'm going oh. to shut that down right now. Wrath of Khan is the best. Ricard, oh. No one is better than Ricardo Montalban. Not Benedict Cumberbatch. Not I didn't know, say anything about Benedict Cumberbatch. I can, I can hold lady. two thoughts in my head at the same time. Yeah, No, but you know, we're not. No. But, so. Me. It was the. The torpedo was ejected in Wrath of Khan. Is oh, I know, I know. Yep, and landed, and that's Genesis where it started. Planet? To do its, that's where it started to do its monkey business that we got in the next episode. Yeah, so Star Trek Three: Search for Spock. They're down there. Yep, and they've got this Vulcan woman, and I can't remember her name. Do you remember her name? And is it Sarek? I don't think it's Sarek, but it might be. Oh, you mean the character's name? Yeah, the character's name. Yeah, it's um. Just well, because it was Christy Alley. Alley. Uh huh. And then they changed. Uh, Savic. Savic, yeah, okay. So Savic. In the meantime, there were there were Star Trek nerds shitting their pants that took me <laughs> took me four seconds to remember Savic's well, name. And I think I called her Sarek, which is actually his dad. Isn't Sarek his dad? Sarek is his yeah, father, yeah. Savic. 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 So Savic is down there. All of a sudden they find him and he's kind of a teenage boy, and Savic's like uh oh, he's going through the pond far. He's acting weird and he's acting squirrely. And then this is where it gets really creepy because you know Cause doesn't, he's kid, like, doesn't he like reach out? To he's her like a and, tween like, boy, and she's like an older female. And they start doing this hand thing. It's like a, a hand kind of mind meld combination. And I'm like, like a hand jive. What Olivia is happening? Olivia Newton John hand what, jive. What is happening here? I'm like, this is just plain nasty. I didn't. I was like, it's whoa. A hand jive. I cannot imagine myself in the theater watching that going mm, was that okay but so so like looking at things from a postmodern lens i don't know why they were doing that because everybody knows what the pond far is and like this touching of hands is what resolved maybe it. she was like trying to psychically transmit something to him I mean, if she really wanted to do it, she would kinda, just stuff kinda, her hand down his pants. And I can't. No. Oh, dear, dear. Ooh, that was a tough that one. That would have taken was, care no. of the pond far no. probably in about 15 seconds. <laughs> well, that I pond, don't know. Pond far would have been over. I am like, okay. So you, like, so they are so, I think they are so desperate sometimes in Star Trek to tie into the, the one, sensa- one or two sensational things that they had going for them in original series or whatever. It was like they didn't need it in Search for Spock. They I, didn't need it in Enterprise. I didn't want to see T'Pol go through Pawn Far. I didn't want to see it. It's uh, it's 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 the fans that are 40 years old and living in their parents' basement. Oh, well, I mean, I, I'm a 49-year-old No, but fan. I mean, it, it is, I mean, because you look at it in today's track. I mean, look at how they have to bend over backwards to just every now and then have something that kind of reaches back to some memory, right or wrong, from the original series era mm-hmm. to try to satiate them and have them not lose their collective shit because the new bridge in Strange New Worlds isn't the right shade of red. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I true. I mean, come the f- 
fuck on, people. Be glad Star Trek is not only on TV, mm. but you can basically go get Star Trek, brand new Star Trek now, every fucking month. Well, we have quality. I think it's so, so I think it's quality Star Trek. I do. I do. I think it's quality Even Star Trek. Even if you Trek. don't like the story. Yeah, I mean it's Star Trek, and it's it's uh, there's a lot of people writing out there too that when next you know when Next Gen actually came out, people were annoyed that it wasn't original series, and they wrote letters, and they wrote actual paper letters, letters. how same shit was going on. Yep, and I mean now we wouldn't look at Next Gen and say, oh gee, I wish we didn't have Next Gen. What a horrible chapter in Star Trek universe. That's right up on the the. First, second, third steps, you know, I mean, with the other. Right. Remember yeah. the whole big deal used to be Picard or Kirk. You oh, know, that, yeah. That's, I mean, you well, know, that's what it started. I mean, I'm just saying that was once people ever settled down and next gen was kind of accepted, then it, the whole thing was just like, okay, or Picard or Kirk. But yeah, yeah it was the same thing. I mean, right. And, and I mean, so such different captains. Um, you know, now we're thankfully, probably going to say, say thankfully. Now we're probably going to say uh, Kirk or Pike. Pike, yeah. Now we're going to say Kirk or Pike. See, that's going to be another. And no one, no one, one ever, us. no one ever would have done that. But you wow. know what? You know what? Everybody agrees on with Star Trek is, is really Star Trek One, the motion picture universally hated everybody but you know what okay well you know what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna watch the remake one of these days well it's v'ger i saw some great v'ger costumes but but, um the 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 redo is just spectacular it's just you keep saying that but it is a boring movie i don't know how they i know they what do they call they called it star trek the no motion picture or whatever well yeah i mean but let me tell you something though the redo that they've done it doesn't feel like that anymore well how can they how can they change the story it was slow and it was because visual because visually it is so much more like holy shit it actually it it doesn't seem as slow and i know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. i know exactly what you're talking about um, yeah, and and previously agreed with it, but until the new one came out with the the four the the new four K director's cut because it actually has different foot it has different footage in it too. That's the other thing to keep in mind. So the four K director's cut has different footage with completely redone effects and stuff. It's just. It, it makes it feel like a different movie. It really does. We'll watch it. We'll watch it and see. What, and I, you know, because I don't like it. I haven't watched it many times. What Which is, is the name of the captain? What is the name of the captain on that? Kirk. It's, it's Kirk? It doesn't, it's not, it's not Shatner. It's not Shatner. Yeah. It's the same movie. Oh, there's another, but there's another. It's the, the same. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. He 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 was the captain, but Kirk was the admiral that came in and took over as the captain. Yeah, yeah, but who and was the course, guy that played the captain? His name was his his name is Will. There we go. All right. And he would he would have been the captain of the ship, and then he was reduced, you know, administratively to commander. And he falls that him and Viger have a well. He romance. and Baldy. He and the bald chick. Yeah, Viger. Well. Well, what's her actual name? I don't know, but she she is a an automaton of yeah. Viger. So she's, she's like a actually, cyborg, right? They called her a probe. Whatever. She used to be a real person, and then she got zapped and replaced by a probe. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely. So, I'm I might have to watch it again. It to is get, to get some respect. Sure, for that you know movie. what? We're yeah. We're one of the nights we do our thing. We're gonna have you come over. We're just gonna watch it because it's it's a different movie. It yeah, okay. really it really is. It's yeah. Because I I really have bad feelings about that movie. I, I was, used to think it was. I used to think and go, wow, this is a movie with some pretty good special effects and some really kind of good costumes and ship stuff, and it's boring as. Yeah, that's real boring. And it's not it's not like that anymore. Well, and I really am, I am like, you know, let me tell you, I've watched some slow sci-fi in my day and I've respected a lot of it at the end. I've it's had good messages and stuff, but I just that one left me yeah. lacking. And like I said, they called it the, the Star Trek the dome motion. No motion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or the motion yeah. the motionless picture. The I motionless think that's what picture. they call it. And so. then fans demanded more. We want better. So like in some ways we've gotten good Star Trek. Which was so stupid because they're like more. Star Trek fans are like, you know, we have we have our our product is, you know, really methodical it's it's thought provoking it's you know we we it's all about you know the the future and all the great things that the future holds and blah 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 because like when you talk about you know picard picard wasn't some kind of freaking swashbuckler doing this that and the other and so they 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 complain about i remember like when the first 2009 star trek came out everybody was like oh it's jj abrams he's trying to do you know, uh, some kind of action story in space, or what? What, what was the dun dun dun? Oh, dun, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. <laughs> so they're like they're trying to do Mission Impossible in state, space because he was making it really action, 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 action. And they're like, you know, this is supposed Star Trek supposed to be very cerebral and all that kind of stuff. What's that's exactly what they had when they got the first the first movie that came out was very cerebral. Well, you know, and then it's just the Star Trek fans. I'm sorry, all of you that are out there. You don't know what the fuck you want because you complain if something's too cerebral. You complain if something's too action-packed. I mean, it, it's it's like complaining to fucking complain. Well, let's it's, just, let's just yeah. say Star Trek can be a lot of different things. Let's just say that it is difficult in this day and age to watch a slow burn movie. Oh, absolutely. So they cannot make us. They cannot make some of the movies the way they used to. Contemplative movies are tough to well, like, make. Well, like the first Star Trek would never make it right now. I mean, no, yeah. no, no, that that one absolutely. we're talking about, the boring one we're talking about, which I'm right about. I it's can't boring. wait for you to watch it. Um, later. Well, you know what I mean. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop uh, a name of a movie that maybe you've heard of and maybe you haven't. Silent Runnings. Have you ever heard of that movie? It's the the Jamaica thing. It's the biodome in space. Silent Runnings. Are you sure it's not the one about the Jamaican bobsled team? No, I think it's called Silent Runnings. And isn't that well? Maybe we'll have to delete this because I don't know what I'm talking about. But there was a movie about one guy flying like a biodome in space, and he's like custodian of all that's left of Earth. And they have these robots in the movie that are actually, they, they kind of walk like they're bipedal and they're real low to the ground and they walk. And they are being, um, they are being manned by people that don't have legs, by, by paraplegics. Like okay. these people that are, they don't have legs and their, their torso and their arms were in the, uh, yeah, there it is. Silent running. Their torso and their arms are in the robot. It's an incredible movie, but it is slow and it is boring. And the thing about it is, is a movie, 
like that has an incredible message and it kind of speeds up at the end. But movies like that can't get made anymore because they don't have enough action going on. Anymore. Well, everybody needs to have something going on in the first 10 yeah. minutes. Something's got to blow up. But this movie, a very contemplative, very good message. It's about the future of Earth. Hmm. And um, really, I mean, so we're looking at the robots right now on a picture of Silent Running and... Um, try to pull up the name of the actor because he's famous too. I want I want to say it's a Dern, but maybe it isn't. But uh, he, uh, I mean, what you really want to watch this movie for is these t- torso robots. Those are actual people. I mean, before Bruce special Dern. Bruce Dern. I was right. I got it, Bruce Dern. But it's boy, boy, amazing science fiction movie, but hard to sit through now because we're so used to explosions and fast out of the gate and and uh you know well i totally get you one of my one of my all-time favorite sci-fi movies disney the black hole oh yeah the black hole the black hole is what actually launched me into a love of science and, fiction and there is no yeah there's a little bit of shoot 'em up bang bang not you know much. with some of the robots not much how about and, Enemy Mind? Did you ever see Enemy yep, Mind? Yep. But, That's uh, another but, one that but the I... Black Hole was my... Uh, Black Hole is a slow burn beginning to end because it's very cerebral. Absolute beloved movie to me, Enemy Mind. And now I watch it and I'm like, oh, I'm having a hard time getting through this. Oh, no, no kidding. Cause, oh, yeah. Because you've been spoiled. Because I've been spoiled, yeah, with big... You know, Avatar, oh my gosh, like Avatar, there was so much movement in Avatar that at times made you sick, especially if you're in the 3D gear. And um, you're like, sadly, it has set a precedent for what we watch. And the MCU. Yeah, the MCU has set a precedent too. We, We have a hard time. And so like, that's why I think a lot of these slower science fiction shows are going to streaming like... What's that show we've been watching on Amazon Prime? The um, Empire. Empire. Oh no, that's on that's no. on Apple TV Plus. What? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. is it's. Uh, I was just. Watching it's Empire, the, right? It's no, Empire is what they call it. Foundation. Foundation. Empire is what they call the Kings. I was yeah. just watching, and by the way, they just finished filming season two. Okay, cool. In case you were wondering, I'm yeah, so I mean, happy we we love that show, but it's a slow burn. I mean, it is a slow if burn. you were to watch that in a movie, they couldn't make that. In Unfortunately, a movie. you have somebody like Apple with a gazillion trillion dollars. Yeah, that can throw something, and the, the, and look the production value on that fucking show. You know, mm-hmm. TV show. There are movies that have never had, you know, production like right. that show. And fortunately, you've got Apple chucking, you know, millions of dollars at it to make it good because it was off of a good book series. Yeah. And it's, and it, and it's, it's an excellent show. But right. it, it is not a shoot up, bang, bang, Hulk smash. Right. There's no Hulk smash. No, and we need that. In and, and no, that's, I think, actually kind of sad that we have now have an entire generation of humans that, that won't be able to watch a slow sci-fi and appreciate it because you know this uh, 2000 well, no not 2001 it's based on well they kind of were what was the 2010 <coughs> no, 2001 the, what and was the show 1999 oh you know what i don't think i've ever seen that no shit no i know orwell i know about orwell but i've never seen the movie <coughs> the the i remember watching the movie and it was those they had the the goofy moon lander thingies with the like yeah I mean, there were. I mean, science fiction does not have to be Thanos. 
No, no, I mean one should. Wow, we're getting way off. Actually, base on one, this one one shouldn't even. We started with Pond Far. Keep in mind, we did, we did, <laughs> but we know, we know this happens. One shouldn't even equate superheroes with science fiction. I don't. I, oh. well, I mean, okay. So I think Guardians of the Galaxy is skating that line a little bit. I do, but I don't think like I don't know that Spider Man or even. Um, Doctor Strange is doing that. I don't think so. And be- because they pulled that right out of the comic books, and even the comic books have the giddy up bang bang. Right. So I think maybe like Eternals might be doing that with. And look at, look at how the far they absolute got. hate. There's a lot of hate towards Eternals. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. And it was. It was. It, it was. It was a good movie. There it was, wasn't a bad. There movie. was nothing wrong with Eternals. No, and the Eternals has a lot of good things. I think they maybe tried to do too much in one movie. They do, but we did talk. We did watch. We didn't watch Hulk. They actually. Oh, we we, uh, we had to go that. They in this last episode of Hulk. I know you haven't seen it. She Hulk. I'm sorry. She Hulk. She Hulk. And she, we'll have to watch that before we finish tonight. Uh-huh. She Hulk is looking in a newspaper, and there is a little blurb that talks about why there is a giant. Man sticking out of the ocean. Oh, that's funny. Going into so they they close the yeah. they close the loop on it in She Hulk for something that happened in the Eternals about a giant man sticking out of the ocean. Well, Thor four has a tie in to Eternals. Does it? I can't yeah. wait. To, I'm looking forward to watch it. Sep- yeah, I really. September eighth, I get to watch that. I I tell you what, I, I know as much as I love Loki, I have to say Thor four is my favorite out of all of them, and, and I mean it's probably a hundred percent because of Christian Bale. I mean, he is such a good villain. I mean, he just... What do you mean? Are you talking Loki TV show versus movie? Well, no, I like Loki, Loki. And so oh, just Loki character. is character. in the just other the Thor movies, but he's not in this one except as a flashback kind of episode. And and I thought, well, without Loki, I'm not going to like Thor 4, and I absolutely loved it. Well, that's so, good. That's good. Yeah. And I mean, Tom Hiddleston, what a dreamboat. Oh, you're getting juicy downstairs no no we're not gonna go there but i I mean he doesn't he's he's not i just he's no nicholas cage but i mean hey (laughs) but i got my little drum set here my little my little uh top hat oh geez wait 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 wrong one there you go the the audience loves you Oh, there we go. I want the little top hats. I, want, I definitely okay, want is, little top hats. This is the, drum, hats the one right here. That's the drum yep. button. That's the audio. That's the, okay. Button. Okay. Well, you, so, you have. He's no Tom Hiddleston. There you go. <laughs> I, I would say he's no Nicolas Cage. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that, that was, was it before. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, you messed it all up. Anyway, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. I love Nicolas Cage. So, where are we with uh, Vulcan sex? Oh, you know, I mean, I've kind of burned through all that. I talked, I mean, really at the very end of it, my my thought about Pond Far is it's very much tailored to each different time period. Um, it's clearly related to fight or flight and adrenaline, the brain, it's chemical. At some point, you know, even at some point, they could have probably shot all of them up with an adrenaline-like syringe and everybody would have been just fine. Oh, yeah. Opposite adrenaline, like a downer. No, because they had to. They had to either. They had to fight, get it all out. So they had to do something. So if they had given them like an adrenaline syringe and let them run or something, eventually they. You know, I think because I think there actually was an episode where somebody even recommended 
I wonder if it wasn't in Enterprise. Recommended knocking them out. Yeah, Phlox. And, Phlox and it was, was like, no, nah, that's not going to, that but, won't work. But yeah, the funny you know thing what? was, yeah. is I think Phlox was talking about knocking to Paul out because he just didn't want her clawing at him. I, and that was funny. Phlox. Phlox so I met him. I met him in person at the con. So, he's, he's just so wandering good. around talking he start, to people. He started in Stargate. Well, see, yeah, you know what? The saddest thing ever is that I can't talk about Stargate. Well, one day, I, uh, one day. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll after, I mean, how many how many total Stargate episodes are oh, there? God, how many seasons? and You know, five, five different series with up to ten seasons. You know, what I can talk about is Egyptian mythology, which I would love which to get into. Which is so woven into Stargate, which is yeah, what I, I know love. Yeah, I know what it is. I mean, I love, so. yeah, Star- Stargate has that whole ancient aliens thing going on. And, I love Stargate. And, uh... Um, I, I watched the movies. I watched all of the actual movies. I just didn't watch the series. And, you know, you know where I missed out the most was when I was working in prison. <laughs> when I was working. So did most everybody else there. <laughs> when I was working in prison, those, those, those guys I worked with in prison doing anger management, you know, we talked about that earlier. I was doing anger management. They knew I liked science fiction. They asked me about Stargate all the time. I'm like, dude, I don't watch it. And that's when I could have had some really right? good talks. You could have got a husband. Well, no, that's Our not wife. a good. That's not no. <laughs> that's not a good choice whatsoever. But um, actually, I did. What when I was working in the big house, I did have a person, I would say, that was interested in me. But you know what? You can't trust whether it's real or not because you know, <laughs> right. every everybody who works at the prison watches a VHS video called Games Cons Place. You never know if they're working you over for something or if they actually like you. I'm pretty sure they probably are. And this man also, sadly, the one that was hitting on me, had a wife and children on the outside. Yeah, I'm pretty so sure we know that the answer wasn't to good. that. That wasn't good. I'm That's not, funny. Yeah, no, I love I'm not Stargate. a homewrecker. I love Stargate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty no sure the penitentiary was the homewrecker. <laughs> I ain't no homewrecker, so yeah. So uh, to finish up, though, no idea how this is, whole thing is going to actually stretch out and end, or not end, but whatever's in the middle. <clears throat> um, uh, Strange New Worlds. Yeah, back to Strange New Worlds. So, we both love it. We both love it. And there's, I mean, not that there there hasn't been any Pontharish, but there's been a dream. About um, well, not Ponfar taking place, but um, the the fight, the Caliphy, right? Caliphy. Be- because uh, to bring, mm-hmm. to, I mean, just like in the original series, there's an homage during the, a dream, um, and what was it? it? Was it was instead of Amak time, it was. Did they call it Spock time or something? I'm trying to remember no, what it was. No, I think they called it... Actually, I think they called it a muck time again. Oh, I'm I don't think they I'm not 100% sure. So. If only there was a mechanism only for which we could pull right up information. Now. Yeah. If only this thing in my hand... Yeah, <laughs> we need a, we need an assistant. That's what we need. Um, we need a producer. So yeah. the, point, the point being is that in... Anybody who doesn't know, which we know you're going to know, is that... Um, in Strange New World, Spock has a dream that uh, he obviously is going through Pond Far, and but has the uh, dream of the Caliphe because T'Pring says, no, I don't want you. And it's the same guy. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same same guy in his dream that Tapring, you know, rolls him for. That happens in the original series as well. She's a, and Tapring is kind of hanging out with somebody. Well, that's him. Yeah, that's him. She works. She works with him on works their little him. on their yeah. little uh, prison. They they're like you. Mm-hmm. It's prison in space. But see, kind of like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. With that's going to be super sad. With all that they've done to make us like to pring, we didn't oh, have no. that in original series. We didn't have that in original series. She was a series. bitch from the to beginning. Pring was, she was cold a, as she ice. Was a bitch from the beginning. She was. She was cold as ice, and now we like to pring. So something. I love to pring. Something we'll have to. We'll, they'll follow this, and some they'll have a falling out, and we'll kind of know when it's going to start. But um, oh, they might surprise us and do something completely. Well, different. but keep in mind too, they might not do anything. Because wow. I mean, no. The reason I say that is because this happened when Kirk was captain of the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. So as long as, it might do as long, yeah, right. As long as Chris, how's my hair look, Pike? No, oh, his hair. His hair is magnificent. Love his as, hair. As long as he is still the captain, mm-hmm. and we know according to the. Um, Klingon time stones, it's seven to ten years, something like that, kind of like a pond far stretch, that will be before he ends up in his eggo waffle iron oh, his wheelchair. Oh, iron lung thing, yeah. yeah. So he's, we'll, he's we'll, a, maybe he's a Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Dalek. He's a Dalek. We could have a good crossover episode between Doctor Who. He could yeah, become who, a Dalek. And it was the one Dalek that actually started it all with the... Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that's... that's Davros. 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 Jeez, wow. I pulled (laughs) Davros out of my mind, but not Kid Rock in the previous episode. Can you believe that? What does that say? That's That's pretty rough. came out your ass. That's rough. Davros. So since that whole thing actually happens when Kirk is in charge, and we know that, you know, Pike has got the the helm for seven or ten years, the actual thing with Supreme is way out there. So fortunately, for Strange New World fans, we can have to pring and you know hang on to her and love her and be excited about it for some time. Which I'm great because you know I don't know the actress actress name. She nails it. Yeah, she she's good. Nails she's that. She's really good. Thing. But there's that. There's actually an ounce of humanity to to pring when. when in, in the new to bring this to bring. That's actually a really good way you of know, putting it. She, she has an ounce of ounce humanity. humanity. This one ounce does of not, not being a total see you next Tuesday is what if, it is. If you were looking for like straight up cold hearted. Somebody to beat over the head with a fucking hammer. Yeah. That would be her. Well then we got the whole nurse chapel chemistry with Spock too which is weirding me out a little bit but but you go back and watch the original series episodes yes you you said that she has a crush on, I don't remember that but you'll you'll see episodes where she's Spock Spock is there anything Spock. so do you remember the episode where Spock gets all those spores blown in his face yeah that's when Who he started is, is like he laughing out, and is he hanging out with nurse chapel in that episode I can't remember. I don't think so. But, you know, that was a common theme of original series was like, we're going to make Spock lose his Vulcan side, his logic, um, but it's all going to be basically, um, it's not going to be real. It's going to be conjured. Yep, conjured in some way. Not natural. Spores or, yeah. 
Yeah. But Leonard Nimoy, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I, I I do like the new Spock, and I love Zachary Quinto as Spock. I think Zachary Quinto is pretty awesome. But who can top Leonard Nimoy? You just can't. You just cannot. He is and always will be Spock. So well, I mean, you know, people look at what the original was, you right? Know, and but I mean, he lasts. I mean. Nimoy lasted a long time, so he actually played Spock as elderly, which is pretty cool. Oh, you mean in the movies? Yeah, I mean, well, he he no, he made he made an appearance in one of the in was it Discovery or or the Calvin movies or actually no, that's what I'm talking about in the in the Calvin movies. Yeah, the Calvin movies because he was in the 2009 one. He was in the original one. Yeah, Um, and then he was in their version of of space seed and i say space seed because it was not it was not star trek 2 wrath of khan oh geez it here was, we go again well it was not the remake of wrath of khan it wasn't because there was they were discovering khan for the first time right which would have been this episode space seed yeah, I know. I know so Spacey. That's, that's I know, all. That's all I know, I'm saying. I'm yeah, just saying that Con, that movie was the, really a reimagining of that episode. Mm-hmm, yeah, really, like it or not. Yeah, like it or not. I mean, that's well. And and at the end of the day, Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan is Moby Dick. It is what it is. And I mean, even the opening sequence of the movie shows Moby Dick on uh, Kirk's bookshelf. It's got like one book on there. It's Moby Dick. <laughs> So, Khan as Kirk was Khan's white whale. Absolutely. Yeah. However. You just can't get, I just can't get past Ricardo Montalban. I love him. See, I can get past Ricardo Montalban because the new Spock is portrayed by Hollywood royalty. Well, Ethan Peck is Gregory Peck's grandson. Well, great, but we all know why you like a new Spock. Why don't you just share? Why don't you just just let everybody know why he's the best version of Spock for you? Because he's got the most beautiful ass. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Sorry, I don't. You I cannot. I mean, you cannot. When he goes off world at all, in any of those little spacesuits, mm-hmm. and that started in Discovery. I mean, that ain't right. <laughs> okay, okay. But it's beautiful. <laughs> and I, I personally, I don't, I don't know. I guess I like old guys, and that's why I probably like Ricardo Montalban. He has that because his ass thing. is hanging down to his. Well, actually, back no. Of his okay, knees. so for me, like if I were to say who the most attractive Spock <laughs> would be, it would be Zachary Quinto. But unfortunately, I'll Zachary Quinto is gay. He's gay. Well, no, that has nothing to do with it. You're just saying. You're just saying the most. You're just saying the most attractive. So the one that I'm most attracted to. Okay, so it's Zachary Quinto, and it just so happens that he's gay. Well, the actor. Is is. Yeah, 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 Spock yeah, yeah, yeah. Spock. Yeah, right, is. right. But yeah. you still think of all of the, the ones that have portrayed him that Zachary Quinto is the most attractive. Yeah, yeah, I find him to be attractive. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm Ethan. Yeah, so, yeah, we we diverge on that. But we, we, we commonly diverge on who's uh, attractive and who's not. Often. That's okay. Often. Often. Yeah, it's a good thing. Because what if we were fighting for them to the death? Yeah. Oh, In our what ancestral a, What a caves. terrible thing yeah. it would be if we that were fighting, fighting to the death for actors that have no idea who we are and are greasy, grimy, gross. 
Yeah, no, I mean... Sheet-staining fantasies. I'm not out there. I'm not out there, like, emailing actors I love you and bullshit like that. Who who cares? They don't care. They got they got wives. They got... No, you write that in toilet paper in the front yard. Right. You know, but but I, I if I had to pick one, I'd pick Zachary Quinto. Not uh, Ethan Beck. That's fine. Yeah. Did you ever watch Nosferatu? That Zachary Quinto's vampire. I show? did not. I know what it is though, but I did not watch it. Yeah, it was kind of just kind of meh. Kind of like the rest Nosferatu. of his career. Well, I mean, what else has he been in? Oh, well, he was he in. He was in. No, he was in Heroes. Heroes on Heroes NBC. is where he started. He was creepy as. Frickin' oh, all get out and hear I really, I really Creepy in a good way. Him. I mean, because he was a murdering son of a bitch. No, but Heroes. he actually, towards the end of the show, him and the the cheerleader girl, they actually got together. Well, let's not that interesting? The cheerleaders. The cheerleaders we, we all know about cheerleaders. Well. But anyway, especially ones from Texas, like um, she was. Yeah, boy. You know, but, pretty soon half of the United States is going to hate you. I don't think there's a single state you haven't thrown under the bus. Well, I mean, pretty much every everything north of the Rust Belt is still good. Where's the Rust and, Belt? And that's kind of like north of um, uh, kind of Tennessee. Okay, I didn't, I've never heard of. And the I haven't Rust even gotten over. I haven't even gotten any past past mm. past the Mississippi yet. Okay, so we're, okay. we're golden. We're, we're we have we, the we, places that we, we got, have. Water. We got we got a lot of dirt yeah. to cover yet. Okay, so no, we're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, so the so the pond far. We still yeah. never got to the pond far. I think, we're done. I think we're done with the pond. Well, far. we never talked about it, but the pond far and strange worlds. The thing that was oh. really interesting about that was it was a dream. Mm-hmm. I'm probably obviously going to have to cut a lot of this down to make we'll it do whatever fit. you want. But so in Strange New Worlds, it was what we've seen so far is that it's a dream. And it really is Spock's struggle with his human side is the way it was presented. Because he ended up in his dream fighting his human half. Right. Rather than T'Pring's uh, preferred champion, the other, the other Vulcan. What's his name? Um, and so in his, in his dream, he's fighting himself. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's the only thing we've seen so far. But I mean, like, you, you, you're really kind of good at talking about things that are foreshadowing. If that's if that's well, not one, then I don't know what it is. Yeah, and 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 that makes sense if you're if you're being told that you have two sides to your personality and you're constantly trying to be logical and. And it's nature versus nurture, and oh, that that brings me to that episode where the pirate lady comes on, the transgender pirate lady, and she's like telling him, you know, just she's like trying to mentor him through that in a very strange way. That was a pretty good episode, actually. That was was a very good episode. This is what my lawyer told me to tell you. Oh no! What? What do you mean by that? <laughs> it was. It was a very good episode. It's just she. They would prefer. See, don't even get. Now, see, yeah. just don't even do they. Yeah, no. Well, this well, is but, not. But, but, I, yeah, that's. We need that. to. I think we need to watch they them someday because I think that as really that's kind <sighs> of an interest. It's just these people that are there. They keep. They they have the wrong people in their crosshairs. Right, right. They I have mean, the people in their crosshairs that are actually on their side, and they don't have the bad guys. In their you know, and they don't—they don't get yeah. it. You know, you don't—you don't grow up like like I did through the seventies and eighties and even nineties, 
and you go, you know, holy Christ, if somebody found out that I was gay, I would be fucking, I'd be murderized. You know, yeah. now they're pit, now they're pissed off because the fact that, you know, some, you know, <laughs> if you if you're gay, that's not even that's that's nothing. If you really if you really want to, Patton Oswalt. Yeah, we we've listened to Patton Oswalt a few times. I get your point with Patton. Oswalt. And and his his deal about you know I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Yep. I yep. am on okay. your trying. side. Yeah. If I hit the wrong pronoun every now and then, cut me some slack. Oh, pronouns you know. are hard because your mind is seeing one thing and your 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 mouth is trying to get the words right, right, out right. that they want, and so you have to really focus on it. You can't you can't really let um your you can't really let things flow naturally because you're focusing on, but that gets better over time as you know someone and you know what their preferences are, and and, and so. Like, I kind of feel like for now, it's a, I have a stumbling block in the beginning, but I get past it. So, well, anyway, there we go. <laughs> what's what's our next topic? Uh, well, it's this has been very Ponfar. Yeah, well, Ponfar. I mean, it has. In, yeah. a, in a way, it's been... A lot of it's been, it's been Ponfar. It's been, been perception. It's been energy. It's been... A little bit sexualized. It's been well, interpretation yeah. of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, that's been yeah. your focus on Ethan's buttocks has been definitely has been <laughs> sexualized. <laughs> and when it's in focus, <laughs> I'm telling you, the best sometimes they do zoom in on his is butt. in Star Trek Discovery. When they're trying to get Michael's mom reeled in and zapped out of her super duper universe, and they kind of have her caged in this big room on this planet, and he's getting ready to go in there, and they got him in the super duper duper suit. <laughs> well, good thing that they're they are uh, zooming in on a man's butt instead of a woman's boobs, because that's the history of Star Trek is that they are. They are. They got seem to be covering up the ladies Very these good days. Point. Very so good point. finally, we're starting to get some gender equity in terms of who we get to see. Yeah, we're gonna, sexualized. And we're getting some. Star we're getting some positive body, positive body images by people who are people who are just people. Right now, I mean, in track, I would have to say that I, I just love Anson Mount, and of course, I. Uh, it's it's his hair. It's all about his hair. He has amazing Until hair. Until we watched the episode the other night where he was half naked in bed. Yeah, he looked good there too. But I mean, it's really, it's honestly that hair. They are really playing it up, and so is he. And and I liked him, but I liked liked him in Hell Hell he on was Wheels. Awesome on Hell on Wheels. That I was mean, the first time I had ever seen him. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit! And then the thing that made me so happy was kind of like. Then they've got Chief O'Brien. I mean, Helen Wheels. Yeah, was there's Chief O'Brien. He was a villain too. He, he, he was, was a not villain. a nice guy. He, no, he was. He was a, nice was, a villain, and and uh, you know, you geez, I guess it's not just uh, Game of Thrones that's misogynistic. They were pretty nasty to the women on Hell oh, on Wheels. Oh, absolutely. I mean, oh, this this yeah, we right. we um, it was this not, country doesn't have any. It was. It was. Uh, it was a. That was a rough, rough go and i mean and um, not, and the thing how recently that was really in the ground it was pretty recently yeah and you know 
He, they really did a lot of, I mean, if, if you were to ask me, the thing that is the theme of Hell on Wheels is depression. That man, Anson Mount in that show, is depressed throughout almost the entire Well, line. his... his everybody dies. Everybody dies. And his family. Yeah. His family. The big I thing mean, was his family. Right. Remember, because wasn't he, he was the southern... He was in the Southern mm-hmm. uh, in the, Army. Yep, he's in the war. And blah blah blah, and so he was up this way, and his whole his whole family. Had died. Everybody's wiped out, but, but I mean, they're really. Uh, he really never gets past it. It's, it's I mean, most shows kind of take people out of it. They didn't in Hell on Wheels, so. No, that was an awesome show. Yeah. We'll have to do a Hell on Wheels show one of these days, or yeah, one show we can do a one show about like all the hell because that was. It, it was, was it, it was a four, five, God, a four was, or five season God, run. It was a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. Good show. We could do it. We need to do a Hell on Wheels show. We need to do a Deadwood show. Did yeah. you, you didn't watch Deadwood? Did I you? did. I did watch. I did watch all of Deadwood. I did. Really? But I don't remember much of it. Go, no, I thought yeah, I was not really into it. There's really? there's some things that I get into and others I don't. I just feel like it's an obligation to watch, you know. Okay, how about um oh you never did Man on the High Castle either too. No, I don't even know what that's about. We have to have a talk. Mm. Man on the High Castle is okay, the exact sci fi we've been talking about. Oh, what kind of sci fi? Where it's kind of Cerebral and maybe it might be a slow burn, mm. and it's it's from the fifties. It's from a book a guy wrote in fifties. Oh, okay. About multi multi universe where we did not win World War Two. Oh, okay. So, so there's um a show out there that I know you haven't watched. Was just called Motherland Fort Salem. I have not. What's well, a three episode free or three season free form show that just wrapped, where. So it's, it's um, new. Where it's, it's, it lives in a parallel universe. There's the United States is there, but it's, it's run by the military, and the military, everyone who's in the military is a witch. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a little different. This, this, this one, Man in the High Castle, is we don't lose or we don't win World War II, and Germany has everything from the East Coast to the Rockies. Oh. And Japan has everything from the Rockies to the West Coast. So there's no America? And there's, well, it's the United States of German. It's, well, no, I mean, there's the two sides. And then, and then the, Rocky, the Rockies are like a free zone. Oh. Motherland does something similar, too. They break up the United States as to who owns it and what. Except this one, there's... An alternate universe involved. Oh, okay. So some tapes, movies. What happens is movies of the United States winning the war sneak through from the other universe into this universe. Oh. And start to cut. They're like, wait a minute, what the heck? And you so know, it's 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 good. It's good. I hope I'm thin in another universe, just thin and like don't hate me because I'm beautiful. I just don't want to, you know. I'd like to be just like you know, supermodel esque. <laughs> so <laughs> are we pomfard? Yeah, I think I, mean, uh, I think the, um, the, what what uh, let's see if we can find some final words of wisdom from my pomfar episode. I mean, we did we did TOS through Strange New Worlds. I thought I would be spared this, but the ancient ritual has caught up to me. <laughs> oh, I got to remember that. 
That is, I got to remember that and, in some other work, and, some other work applications. We have established that uh, Scott would like to pawn far with Ethan Peck, and I would like to pawn far with Zachary Quinto's version of Spock, and with Leonard Nimoy a close second. Um, yeah, so we're both into pointy things. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Get that little drum set going. Ba-do, boop, ba-do, boop. There we go. There we go. We're both into pointy things. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of pointy things, we could talk about Buffy someday. That'd be great. I can't. Why? I never watched it. Okay. Well, that. What about Xena? Uh, only the episodes that had Hercules, or better yet, uh, her. Carl Urban. No, um, her her brother. Oh, um, Aries. 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 Yeah, but did you know there's multiple episodes with Carl Urban and Xena that I are did really not know good? That. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I just read an interview from Carl Urban where he said they asked him like who had most influenced him in his work, and he said it was Lucy Lawless. So I thought that well, was hey, kind of cool. Well, hey, I'm all about Lucy Lawless, and we can go Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, we can. We day. could. You know, well, we should talk about I mean, Battlestar Galactica. I'd be, I'd be absolutely fine day. with that. I mean, Battlestar Galactica remake, as far as I'm concerned, best sci-fi television show that ever existed. Well, a lot of people would agree with you on that. I don't know if I go that far. And I'm far. not. And it's, and it's only, and it's you know, that's my personal opinion, only because of the... Yeah, we can talk about it later, but I, yeah. That's a deep dive. About a Galactic is a deep dive. That, yeah, you are a gazillion yeah. percent correct. Yeah, and I every watched Caprica ep- too. Every episode is a deep dive. Very, it's thought-provoking. You want to talk cerebral. Yeah, that okay. gets really trippy and weird, yeah. So. Okay, so I think we're finally going to be done. We're done pond farring. We're done pond farring. Done pond farring. So we both want to thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening, um, especially if uh, you hate Star Trek. Today might not have been your day with our podcast, but thank you, and we hope you tune in again. Absolutely. And so while we meander and wind our way through wherever the heck it is that we're going while we kind of flesh this thing out, thank you. Yeah. All right. All right. And uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the button, so goodbye, everybody. Yeah, good night. Good night.